0: welcome to another episode of happy to be here and this time it's just a solo episode with me well and you i hope that when you listen to this episode you feel like it's a little bit of a conversation and a catch-up because it has been a little while one of the reasons i wanted to jump on is particularly because we are looking at the first year anniversary of happy to be here i started this podcast last May, um, kicked it off right around Mental Health Awareness Month. And since then, we've published over 40-something conversations with experts in the mental wellness space, the healthcare space as a whole, um, content creators who are just living out their passions and managing their mental health as they do that. And it's been such a lovely, growing experience. I've learned so much from everyone involved. I've been able to, I don't know, I think figure out more of what this podcast and their conversations should look like. Um, I've learned so much from you, the audience around what you want and what you want to hear and how how you want to hear that, how you want to have this content delivered to you. Um, and it's been really insightful for me personally, right? I think that through this, I don't know, last year, you have seen how much my journey personally has morphed, right? Back in December, I started acupuncture and I have documented it almost every episode since, right? Some version of that has popped up in conversation because it's been so transformative, but so has conversations around uh, different tools that I've been using or different ways and modalities that I've been thinking about and shifting how we talk about mental wellness. All still anchored on the really, really, really real understanding that mental health, mental well-being, well-being in general is a unique journey. And that all I can do on this podcast is try to give you as much information as possible so that you can take what makes sense and leave what doesn't. And I feel like that is the most empowering way to actually manage your mental health is to figure out what actually works for me and understanding what you can just leave behind, which is hard when TikTok, Instagram, social media as a whole makes it feel like, your Sunday routine, your Sunday reset, your wellness routine, your nighttime routine, your daytime routine, your habits, all have to look the same as the most aesthetic version of a person you see on the internet. And in reality, like, who has the time? Mental health isn't supposed to be your full-time job, unless it's your full-time job. And even then, your personal care and well-being is about trying to find sustainable ways to live your life actively. And that doesn't mean doing every single thing that you get hit with on TikTok. It means figuring out what makes sense for you. And one of the things I've really been thinking about over the last year, but particularly as I'm thinking about the one year anniversary of the podcast is how we talk a lot about seasons of change and what do seasons of change bring into our lives. And I turned 30 this past December as well. And that was a really big season for me of understanding like, what do I want my 30s to look like, but I'm kind of nixing this idea of seasons of change because it somehow implies that like I'm not the same version of myself that I was a few months ago or that the version of myself I was a few months ago isn't worthy of walking into this next stage of my life. And so instead of that, I'm really embracing this idea of seasons of growth. You're kind of the same little seed you always were, but now you're like blooming and there are new flowers and there's a new understanding of how many branches or leaves or i don't know follow the analogy over of what that looks like for you in terms of your plant and growth also i think insinuates that there is more room for you to continue to figure out what happens next for you or where this path takes you all while understanding how to best tend to yourself and what areas of yourself need that tending to right we've had a couple conversations on the podcast with therapists or those who run organizations that elevate therapy as a mental health support tool. But the reality is like therapy isn't for everyone, either because it's not accessible, it's not financially accessible, or it just isn't where they are right now in their journey. It doesn't make sense for who they are or what they're looking for. But maybe acupuncture is, maybe a really good workout is, maybe finding a peer support group that can help you journey through whatever season of life you're going through. And so all of that is really surrounding growth and this idea that we can and hopefully should figure out how to continue to use the same versions of ourselves, invite them to the table, and then maybe just bring more people into the fold. My friend and I have actually been using this really strong visual that she taught me about a few months ago in passing in conversation. But it's this idea of like, you are the current version of you right now is the CEO at the table. Like you are walking into your boardroom, you're sitting at the head of the table, and you who you are right now is at that head. But everyone else sitting at that table are all the other versions of who you've been. It's the 5-year-old you, the 10-year-old you, the 16-year-old you, the version of you that was traumatized by a specific experience, the version of you that like had the happiest memory ever and wants to keep going back to that moment. All of these versions of you are just sitting there together. And everyone talks at the same time sometimes. And everyone wants to have their voice heard and everyone wants to lead the way on where they think you should be going or what your path should be. And simultaneously, you as like the CEO have to listen to everyone while also understanding that you get to make the ultimate decision. You get to figure out where you go from here and what that leads to. And it's empowering, but also scary. And it's really scary to have to do that alone. Um, no matter what the topic of a conversation is at like that table that day. And so I think over the last year, my hope has been that I don't sit at your table. <laughs> um, that is you and all the versions of you. But I hope that I get to bring like a little like report on a specific topic, drop it on your table and run and say, now you do with this what you will. And I have been so joyful in getting the opportunity to, to do that and being able to introduce topics that I'm really interested in um, and inviting you into that conversation in a way that is hopefully sustainable, introducing you to books or resources or people who are really living out the thing that they are passionate for or about and then kind of giving you that information to make a decision around. And I think that that's propelled so much of my personal growth in the last few months. It's made me feel so confident about the future of this podcast, the future of my career, my personal well-being. And it's also given me that same power to sit at my own table with all these versions of myself and understand that I get to still call the shots and I get to make the decisions around that. And I think when we talk about mental health, oftentimes we disregard how every other version of who we are, every other fear we've held, every other exciting moment we've held on to, all of them participate in that conversation when we're talking about these stages of growth and whether I want to take my career, my life, my family life, whatever it may be to the next level. And so I hope that in these conversations that you've heard over the last year, it's been a welcomed invitation to just more information. And also to empower you to make sure that you understand that like you get to make these decisions about your life and whatever it needs to look like, that's what it needs to look like. There's something I do on TikTok almost every day where I give a piece of advice that I of something I don't think someone should do that day. Mostly because, and I say this in in every video, mostly because I don't have any tips on what you should do? Because I don't know what your life looks like. And anyone who assumes that they do or that they have the best way for you to be living your life is lying, right? Because everyone's life is so unique. And like, I don't know what the best thing is for you. But I oftentimes, because I self-sabotage a lot, know what the worst thing is. And some, a lot of that is anchored in the same exact thing for everyone, right? Like, Maybe we shouldn't talk bad to ourselves. Maybe we shouldn't think that we can't make a decision or that we need 15 other people to approve of the decision before we make it. You know, maybe there are a lot of things that we can stop doing so that we can start doing the things that actually move the needle forward for ourselves and help us feel like we're growing. And I know I mentioned this, like I said, in every single episode, but I feel like one of the biggest well-being shifts I've made in my life in the last six months has been going to acupuncture. And here's why. It isn't just like the modality and what it does, which is magical for me. It's the fact that I have to lay there for 45 minutes and all I have to do is sit with myself. And while therapy is amazing, it requires a lot from me. It makes me think, it makes me feel, it makes me talk. To have to sit in silence for 45 minutes and my body does what it needs to do is the first time that I've been reminded that my body understands what it needs to do without me thinking about it first or pushing it to certain levels. Like the ability to just be is really powerful. And I hope that you have found something that does something similar. That if you're searching for something similar, you know that there are options out there because I think we have to learn to just be so that we can hear what we actually need. And it isn't easy and it doesn't always happen. I think that I... Genuinely pay for acupuncture, so that I have a forty-five minute guarantee that it will at least happen once a month for me. But other than that, like it is a slow build, and what wellness is supposed to look like for you, and what happiness is, and oftentimes the things that stop me from fully being present in my life and enjoying my happiness are the things that I'm trying to figure out how to distance myself from or address. Um, I struggle with a lot of imposter syndrome. I struggle with a lot of leaving the past in the past and embracing the present for what it is. And I think that it's okay to have those conversations openly and to make a larger conversation around it because then we can support each other and we can figure out how to get through things like imposter syndrome, how to manage our finances better, how to eat better, how to treat our bodies better, how to make sure that the way that we are caring for ourselves is intentional and full of confidence and that the decisions we're making make sense for us meant that that is a full sentence. In um, the last year on this pod has genuinely given me such a pleasure because it's allowed me to do that and so much more. I invite you to hopefully continue listening and to make sure that you are finding different ways to take care of yourself. Because if I had to give a state of the union of happy to be here as it stands right now, it is this it is a place that hopefully for 20 to 40 minutes every week. Makes you feel happy to be here, makes you feel confident in where you're standing, it makes you feel empowered and genuinely joyful that there is someone else in this world who's also as curious around oftentimes stranger out of nowhere topics, but who loved them as much as you do who have as many questions around sugar or sleep or hormone health or gut health or anxiety and that you just feel a little bit more seen. Because I think that one of the things I struggled with the most growing up and still I think to this day is seeing myself and taking up space and figuring out ways to do that in ways that don't downplay what I bring to the table. While I work on that every single day, this podcast has really helped. It's made me feel really empowered in my curiosity. Like it isn't a bad thing that I have to ask so many questions or that I want to ask so many questions. And it goes back to that idea of like the seasons of growth and understanding that we're not meant to stay the same all the time. And that a change in your life doesn't have to be bad. And it doesn't mean that you have to let go of the versions you were beforehand at least not fully, that there's room for every single version of you at that table, because all you're going to keep doing is just pulling up more seats. And the more seats that you pull up, the more empowered that CEO is to know that they it is even more important than ever to make that decision and make it confidently so that everyone kind of follows along. So I hope that as you listen to the rest of the episodes that we have in store for this summer and for hopefully a very, very long time afterwards, that you find yourself a little bit more in each of them, that you let me know on Instagram or on TikTok or through email what you want to hear on this podcast, how it's helping you, because it has helped me so much. And I wanted to take this episode this week, this time to just say thank you, because it it has made such a difference in my life to be able to be my full self on these conversations in ways that I don't show up in any other of my content and to know that you listen and that you care and that it hopefully helps you too. As you gear up for this long weekend ahead and close out on Mental Health Awareness Month, I hope you're sitting with yourself. You're finding things that bring you joy and you understand just how much I love and value you because beyond being like a really attentive listener to my weekly conversations, you care about yourself. And that's really awesome. Because that's why you show up to this conversations. So that's why you listen to the pod. And so thank you. Thank you for caring about yourself. If no one has told you that, thank you for caring about me and the things I create. It means a lot. And I'll catch you next week with another episode. I'm happy to be here.